Well, let me put you on speaker. Also, please excuse my child. We had to pull over. We're in the car rolling. And so she's sitting right here just kind of hanging out. Just if she interjects, just that's her little voice back there. It's all good. I just picked up my daughter from, uh, from her grandparents. Oh, okay. Coming from the hospital, so yeah. we're all good. I totally understand. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. All right. So, okay. Uh, good morning and welcome to the Author Spotlight. My name is Aurelia Wynn. I'm the owner and operator of Wynn Publications. Um, if you don't mind introducing yourself, telling us your name, um, and a bit about what you do outside of writing. Hey, guys. What's going on? My name is Levi Lawrence III. I am a... U.S. United States Air Force vet, a father, a husband, all-around family man. Of course, you know that I'm an author. I have my new audio book, Breaking a Walk with Man. And I am lead founder of my organization, Alluvione, our greatest networking organization out in the U.S. So, mm. yeah, that's me in a, in a small nutshell. Nice. Okay. And um, what did you say? First of all, thank you so much for your service. That is, oh my God, that's amazing. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And then second, okay, let's get into this thing about your audio book. So earlier today, I was talking to another author who was like, Aurelia, audio book, like that's the way to go. So like, how's your experience been with doing that? You know what? My audio book came, um, I, it, took, it took a while to, to, to do. And I say that because uh, when I first decided to do it, uh, life was just going all kind of different ways. I was literally getting out of the, the Air Force. And I was like, oh, it's a business full time. I was currently pushing my previous ebook, uh, 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 Raw Words with Levi, a motivational quote. And uh, I just was trying to figure out what I was going to do and how I was going to do it. A lot of people get really caught up on having the right mics and mm -hmm. all the right systems to do their audio book. And I didn't want to make it super commercialized. And so I, I sat back and I thought, how can I give my story to the world? How can I share my story and relate to others and make it as personal as possible mm -hmm. uh, without making it extremely like, okay, this is this clearly has a lot of money behind it. I want, you know, I wanted to give them that raw feeling of literally like being in the room with me. So I took my iPhone <laughs> oh, wow. and I took the voice memo app and I, put, I hit record, I swear, I hit record. And I set it uh, in the bed between my wife and I. And that's how we started having our conversation. Wow. And day by day, day by day, we would just talk and talk and share stories from how we met and the struggles and uh, the, the spiritual, mental, and emotional chains that I had to break in order to become who I am today mm -hmm. and how it affected her as a woman mm -hmm. and as a mother and a wife and, you know, how it affected me as a husband and as a father and as a man, period. Wow, that's amazing. So, wait, is your audiobook, like, 
her voice and your voice and you guys are kind of going back and forth or what can we expect yeah 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 really? so uh it's the majority uh of, of me um, but, you know, and she, she interjects, uh, I told her, you know, hey, I want you to talk to me, you know, if there's anything you want to speak, then, you know, say something. She's not a big public person, you know, she's trying mm-hmm. her hardest to get out there, and she's more of a listener than anything. So, but she got out there, and she, you know, she, especially when I was wrong about something, she corrected me, and she let me know that I was, <laughs> I was wrong about a certain memory that I had. Mm-hmm. And so, but it, it, it made for great conversation, and of course, uh, anything that my wife is a part of, I definitely make sure that she gets all the credit. So she's, if anybody looks on, uh, the description or they look up, you know, the author, the publisher of the book, her name is right beside mine. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, so hey, definitely to anybody that's listening today, hey, get creative. Use what, use what you got in your hand, you know, and make it happen. So, with, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said definitely. Yeah. So when did, when did, so when did your uh, book come out and like where can we get it at? My book is on all platforms except for Amazon because Amazon, for some reason, Amazon just doesn't like me or any of my books that I come out with. Oh. So <laughs> I'm not on Amazon, but I'm, I'm everywhere else though. Okay. So a lot of people have been purchasing my book from the Apple Bookstore, from, uh, Barnes and Noble, the Nook, uh, from Google Play, uh-huh. so uh, the Google Play Store. So those are like the main ones scribed or spread. I, I already always mess it up. But those are like my highest selling points where a lot of people buy books. But I'm okay. everywhere. I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm actually getting put in libraries now. So yeah. um, it's, it's, it's going. And um, nice. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the the author that I was talking to earlier, that's what she was saying. She was like, Yep, I got it. She has her book in print and ebook and then also as an audiobook and she was saying her audiobook is like killing it on sale. So I think that's you know, hey, people who, especially if you don't like to write, but you do have a voice and you know that your voice is powerful and you're down to use it, look into audiobooks. That might be something for somebody listening there you go i always say during every i always say during every episode like hey make sure you got your pen and paper out because a lot of times um the people that i'm talking to they spill so much knowledge just through a simple conversation so absolutely get your pen and paper so then okay well hey tell, tell us about your first book go a little bit into more detail about that one Oh, tell, oh, tell us about the first book? Yeah. Okay, so uh, it took me a year to create my ebook book, Raw Work with um, I was really going through my life changes. I was trying to figure out who I wanted to be, where I wanted to go. You know, did I want to get out the military? Did I want to pursue business full time? You know, I'm also, you know, trying to be the best father I could, the best husband I could. It was just so much going on. And... You know, we have our downfalls and, you know, our depressed days and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I would, uh, sometimes I'd have a, a quote that I would think about or something or something I would say or something my mom would say or something my wife would say. And I'm like, man, I love that. Man, I love that. And I, I'd write it down and I'd tell it to myself every day that month. And it'd get me going throughout whatever it was that I was trying to, to defeat. You know, like my, my goals would start getting completed because I was just, um, I kept re- uh, reading these, these quotes, these motivational quotes that either mm-hmm. I was coming up with 
or my family was. Mm-hmm. So after a year went by, I had a hundred quotes. And I had these hundred quotes, I was like, yeah, and I was like, I love these quotes. But like, I gotta, I gotta do something with this. So mm-hmm. I smashed them all together and I threw a cover on them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I them into an ebook. <laughs> and so I, and I just, I just felt like these, these, these quotes that motivated me to do what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. I bet you they could change somebody else's life too. And that's really what my books are about. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, we got bills to pay, so everybody wants to make sure they make the money from what they're doing from the hard work. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the books that I put out are are my way of being able to change people's lives that I don't know, that I'm not mm-hmm. in contact with every day. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. So then what was your toughest challenge that you faced in becoming an author? Um, let's see. So the toughest challenge was on my second book. My first book, it, it, you know, kind of, like I did it off a whim, and I was like, oh, hopefully, you know, people enjoy this and take to it. My mm-hmm. second one, uh, it took time because I wanted to make sure that I came across correctly you know i know mm-hmm. i can be raw i'm a real raw person especially if you know me i curse a lot okay <laughs> and i <laughs> so I, I try to take some of that away but i'll you know leave some of it there and so people can know that I, i'm being genuine mm-hmm. uh, in a sense and not trying to commercialize the stories mm-hmm. uh, the uh the struggle time-wise was just life and I wouldn't say I procrastinated because when I first started the book, I um, I was recording almost every day. I was trying to record more and more, and this, I just didn't like it, so I would scrap it and scrap it. And so one day, I, I talked to one of my friends, and uh, he's actually a lawyer, and I was like, well, maybe we can do a book together. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it just didn't work out. And so... Then I'm like, man, I'm like, I really want to make this as personal as possible. So talk to my wife. I talked to her into doing it. She's like, yeah, of course, I'll do it with you. Mm-hmm. It'll help. I was like, yes, it will help. I'm like, you're the only one. I'm like, yeah, I should have came to you first. <laughs> so, yeah. And then after we got it done, you know, we got all the all the the recordings done. I hired a um a transcriber. Mm-hmm. So I hired a transcriber. I paid I paid the fee. And she transcribed all my chapters. Of course, I stutter and I speak fast. I'm from the South. I'm from Texas, okay. you know. And when we get excited, we get to mumbling at the mouth and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and so there's some things she just said, like, in, like untranscribable or, you know, I couldn't understand it, which I, could, I, I got. So yeah. I had all this, all this paper, and I'm like, okay, I was like... This is going to be a lot of reading for people. And I had to go through and edit it. So I'm editing it. And I'm trying to make sure it makes sense. And it's entertaining to somebody that's reading it. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't, it just didn't look as entertaining as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And so I sat, I sat on it for a while. I sat on it for, you know, a few weeks. I'm like, what's the best way to do this? And so I just thought about it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do audiobook. Mm. I'm just going to do an audio book. I was the voice, the back and forth between my wife, you know, me, with my, my corny laugh and my corny jokes. I'm like, I'm just, I'm hoping that they're going to like it. Yeah. I'm hoping that everybody's going to love it. And we're just going to go with it. So I found a, mm. uh, a company that allowed me to uh, distribute my book uh, for free. 
Of course, they, well, I guess nothing's for free. They take yeah. uh, a small percentage of, of the royalties. And uh, and I went through there. I went through there and just went through the entire process of getting my book set up to be placed in all these different platforms. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So then, I know you kind of have been saying, saying, you know, a little bit about kind of like the challenge of like being a husband and a father and a businessman and all that. Like, how do you find time to do it all? Or like, what does your day to day look like where you're like writing and you also have like a daughter and now a son and all this going on? Like, how do you do it? You make time, you know. A lot yeah. of people, a lot of people in life, including me at one time, uh, said that you know I don't have enough time to do this. But um, one of my quotes, actually from my first book, says, uh, "Time does not matter. Time is infinite." Mm-hmm. So with time being infinite, you can make time to do whatever you desire. Yeah. And my the the thing that's most important to me is being a great dad and a great husband. So. I make sure that I put in the time to take my daughter on daddy-daughter dates and make sure I do those things for my wife that, you know, speak her love language so she knows how much I appreciate her. Mm-hmm. And once I, I have that, that's a day-to-day thing. So I wake up in the morning and I go and I, I sing to my daughter and tickle her and wake her up in the morning and I get her ready for school mm-hmm. and then I get her lunchbox ready and I take her to school, listen to music and I drop her off, I come home I go to the gym, then I come back from the gym. My wife's probably up. Either she's working or she's doing something else. Mm-hmm. You know, we have some conversations. We might joke around. And, you know, we work together for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we do work. And then we'll maybe go on a day date and go get something because she loves to eat in different places. Mm-hmm. So we might go try something. Go try a food truck or something like that because I know that's her love language. Mm-hmm. And then from there... You know, luckily for me, I have the ability to work when and where I want. And that's why I wanted to, you know, become a businessman myself, a business owner myself, is to to have that control. Mm -hmm. I can work for my phone. I can work for my laptop. I can work in the car. Mm -hmm. I can work outside my house or inside. It just depends on what I want to do that day. Um, Author-wise, I usually get uh, the chance to really record at night, probably after I put my daughter down to go to sleep mm-hmm. and maybe watch a couple uh, episodes of something like Narcos or something with my wife <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. on Netflix. And then, I, you know, I get some work done, some more work done when it comes to anything extra that I'm planning to put out. Yeah. Wow, that's good. See, look, y'all make time. You can do it. It sounds like, you know, you got your whole day planned and stuff. And so definitely, okay. So... Has there ever been um, any moment, I guess, with either your first book or this last book where you felt like you just wanted to quit, like, it's a wrap, and just hang it up? And then if so, how did, okay, how did you handle that? Um, I thought about the bills. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was yeah. like, man, I was like, so my thing, my thing that has been going on lately is I've been focusing on projects that can make income for me passively, something that I don't have to push a product because I own a fashion brand and I know what it takes. I know what it means to have to push a product on everybody and have Mm -hmm. to make a product and package it and sell it. 
day by day by day. You know, it's a it's a hard job, and some people love doing it. I have friends that are in the fashion industry and love pushing their product. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have those dry months to where you don't sell anything. With a book, you create, you do, you do the hard work one time. Yeah. You know, you go through it, you get, you get it out the way, however long, however short it is, whatever it's about, mm-hmm. you get it out there, and once it's on all platforms, you do marketing. You can either pay for marketing, or you can do your own marketing. It's totally mm-hmm. up to you. And then you work with great people like you, who do interviews, and spread the word even more. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. and, and from there, you know, then you get those purchases. You get those people that are curious about you and they buy. And mm-hmm. those, those, those purchases pay your bills. And I, I made a video actually on Instagram saying, Hey, you know, 10 books, uh, that's, that's probably my light bill. You know, a yeah. hundred books, that's probably my car note. We're talking about a couple thousand books, so we're talking about my mortgage. So, you know, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed to tell you to buy that book. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Hello. <laughs> hey, that's a great incentive. I know some people, actually, the last author that I talked to, she's like, you know, you can't really think of so much about the money, but at the same time, you can't really ignore it. I don't think you can ignore it, because, I mean. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Besides, besides the bills, um, like I said, the, before, the... The fact that I know that my stories and my books have changed people's lives, it makes me want to finish them. There you so, go. Yeah. You know, apart from the money, it's the people that I affect. I, from the first book, I've had people call me and tell me or text me or message me on Instagram and tell me which quote affected their lives. And man, mm-hmm. this quote right here made me decide to rekindle the relationship with my father. Or this quote made me quit my job and work full-time business. This quote made me ask my boss for a raise and I got a promotion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you get when you get those kind of responses from something that you created, it makes you want to do it again. And mm-hmm. so with this, you know, with this audio book, Breaking a Walk with Man, I just, I wanted to do something that directed to something that nobody really talks about. A lot of men don't speak about their feelings and mm. the trouble that they had, you know, in the beginning of marriage or in the beginning of being a father, or deeper than that, have, uh, have the trouble that they had as children, you mm-hmm. know, whether it was with their mom and dad or lack their love or whatever. There's so many traumatizing things that happen to men that they don't speak about and they just stuff them deep down inside mm-hmm. and they just become this cracked, broken individual. And it affects the people that they love unintentionally because they're either mean or they're bitter or they're cold and mm-hmm. they're unable to express their real emotions, which if you're not able to express those real emotions and really give that affection and desire to your loved ones, then that mm-hmm. affects them. You know, your children come out, you know, not bad, mm-hmm. but they don't come out as, as maybe as stable as they should because you weren't able to raise them properly. Wow, that, you know what? And I'm like, ugh. So I, I'm just, I'm just thinking about some things that I would love to do, um, just after, after this, after this author spotlight thing comes out, because what I'm seeing is, is that there's a lot of authors out there with some real life messages in their books and just, 
Oh, I wish we had more time. Like, okay, let's let's just go ahead and go there. Maybe speak a little bit more on on some of those issues that you were just talking about, and like maybe help 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 somebody out. Like, help help a dude out sure. right right now that might be listening. Like, give him a piece of advice, I guess. Yeah, no problem, fellas. There's things in your in your past that you really have to sit down and think about or talk about. Therapy is okay. A lot of men, especially black men, and I mm-hmm. say that's because I'm a black man, we got a problem with therapy because we feel like, oh, you know, I don't need therapy. You know, I don't need to cry. You know what I'm saying? Men don't cry depending on how you were raised. Okay. And, you know, as for me, you know, of course, my, my wife says, well, you're a cancer. That's why you cry all the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? She may be right. But... For me, <laughs> for me, I I really had to sit back and think about the things that I went through. No, so, like men, men have to go to therapy. They gotta talk about what's going on with their lives because you don't understand the type of things that may have happened. Like for myself, I grew up uh, being raised with by my mom at first, and then mm-hmm. by my dad, and both of my parents were um, were strict, of course, because they you know they wanted to to raise an outstanding man, but at the same time, you know, just like any human, they made their mistakes. And they, they, they voiced them, you know, mm-hmm. now, and uh, especially now that the book's getting out. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they, they have made their mistakes, and, you know, unfortunately, some of those things, you know, they scar And because of what they've done, and how, you know, how impressionable a child is, you know, it leaks out. So it's important for a man to go back and really think about those things that really bother him. Because sometimes we just block them out. We just block them out. So you've got to talk to them. Whether you're talking mm-hmm. to your girlfriend or your wife or your best friend or you're talking to a therapist, you got to talk about it. you got to cry about it. you got to get it out. Because yeah. once you talk about it and once you once you speak about what you wish would have happened or what, how you wish things would have been, then you start realizing how you yourself can do something different with your child and it's never too late mm-hmm. and I say it's never too late because even in my book I speak about how at first as a father I reacted more aggressively because that's how I was raised I was raised aggressively so I really I, I it took it took a drawing of my daughter she drew me as the mad king she drew a, she drew a king with a frowny face and she said, this is you, daddy. And I'm like, you know, why am I frowning? And she's like, you're the mad king. And then oh. it just broke me down. Yeah. It broke me down. I, I cried and hurt. And I had to figure out how to not be like that. And mm. it took me, it took me a while. You know, it wasn't something that happened overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with my wife. You know, it took me a while and, uh, to, to, to learn how to be a husband properly to her. Uh... And, and do everything that I could do. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I went to anger management. I went to those things. And after a while, it actually, it actually changed things up to where, you know, things worked out, which mm-hmm. affected everything in my life and made everything go a lot smoother. So guys, don't be afraid to go to therapy. Don't be afraid to talk about what's going on in life because those things right there can literally set you apart from everybody Mm-hmm. in your past and the people that you have around you right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that is all good. Definitely. Where can we find you at on uh, social media? Just in case anybody's thinking, man, that was that was good. Where can where can they find you at? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, first, well, first of all, and I, I, you know, I gotta, I guess I gotta, touch, you know, wipe my own shoulders real quick. Uh, you can Google me. Oh, good night. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Google me. Google me. You know what I'm saying? You Google Levi Lawrence III, I pop up everywhere. Magazines, articles, all kinds of stuff. Okay. All the media platforms, every company that I own, all that. I'm, I'm there. It's, it's hard not to miss. Ooh, okay, but, flex, 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 <laughs> <and> I quit. <laughs> I, look, I know I, you know, I do my own horn real quick, real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, um, um, But, um, seriously, though, um, if you're trying to follow me on Instagram, type in Levi Lawrence the Third. I'm on Instagram as Levi Lawrence the Third. I'm on Twitter as Levi Lawrence the Third. I'm on Facebook, same thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Levi Lawrence is there, L E V I, like the jeans, and then Lawrence, L A W R E N C E, and then three eyes. All right. Hey, man, this has been real cool. Thank you so much. I've had a good time. Is there anything else that you want to say or share to just the writers and authors that are listening today? Uh, writers and authors, don't be afraid to take the risk of letting people see your stuff. I know a lot of people get scared of their creations being judged by everybody, but mm-hmm. you have to realize that any kind of criticism, even if it's negative criticism, can be taken positive. So just just put your stuff out there. You're a creative, and as a creative, everybody needs to see your work. And you never know the lives you may change or save mm-hmm. because of your creation. So you gotta let your stuff out. And just... Just, just go out there and be the best that you can be and do everything that you want to do because you never know when, you know, your last day is. You know, mm-hmm. rest in peace, Kobe. Mm-hmm. And his daughter, Gigi. You mm-hmm. never know when your last day is. So so make sure that you're following your dreams and make sure you're living the life that you want to live. And don't chase the money. Chase happiness.